so much for joining us today on episode number 84 of the Real Life Runners podcast. Today we are going to be talking about dealing with negativity in our lives. So if you start a new health journey or you're continuing on a new journey, sometimes people want to hate on you and people want to bring negativity and try to bring you down. So today we're going to talk about why that might happen and also some strategies to help deal with it. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. So no matter what kind of big change you're going for in your life, anytime you try and do something big, you're going to get people that try and push back against it because people like you to stay where they're used to you being. That's true. People like it. It's a, it's a easy category. You fit into this world in their life. So when you try and overhaul your life in, in a running in a fitness, in the way that you eat, literally in any aspect, if you make a substantial change in your life, it's uncomfortable for the people around you, especially the people who are close to you that you might get the biggest pushback from them. But if you start really changing yourself and making uh, big changes and being very outgoing and, and sort of vocal vocal about it, yeah. you're going to get pushback from all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the uh, fun-filled world of social media, you like to call them haters. Right. The haters or the trolls, right? There's yes. lots of trolls out trolls. there. And I think it's hard because people can hide behind their social media images and just try to bring other people down. And it's hard to deal with that, especially when you're out there trying to spread a positive message. It's always like, why is this happening? Why is this person trying to, to bring me down? And I think that one of the things that we need to realize is that it's hard to understand it because we're not in their place. And whoever it is that's trying to bring you down or kind of stomp all over your parade, they're coming from a different place that we don't understand. Yeah. Perspective is huge on this. And a lot of times people are hating possibly because they don't, they're not seeing it from your perspective. Right. So they're making judgments about you. They're saying, oh, well, if they're putting up this, it's probably because of that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you make an assumption about somebody, you know, whether it's someone making an assumption about you or when you hear a comment, then you make an assumption back about them. Mm-hmm. It, you're not seeing things from their perspective. You have yeah. to assume what their perspective is. And it's usually not good to make assumptions as I, I learned in school. Yeah. What was the old adage, right? An assumption makes a something out of you and me. Well, you know what that right? is. Yeah. And I mean, I think the first time I ever heard that I was in like sixth or seventh grade. My teacher said that. What does <laughs> what does assuming mean? But um, so I think that one of the things that's very important to to keep in mind, like you said, is is perspective. Right? You don't know where that person's coming from, and they don't know where you're coming from. And so I think that a lot of people tend to want to bring other people down, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Because they, it's, it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So maybe they're jealous of you. Maybe they don't want you to move on, especially if it's someone that's close to you. They see this new thing in your life as something that's going to be pulling you away from them. I think that's 
one of the reasons that a lot of significant others can push back or pull back when people try to get healthier. Yeah, it's sort of like, well, we've always had this sort of connection together. We go out, we eat together. You know, we're not that big into exercise. So suddenly you're trying to change the way you eat. You're trying to cook more at home. You're Mm -hmm. going out for a run. And they're like, I don't know where I fit into this new life that you're aiming for. Right, exactly. And so that can be a huge reason. It's scary. Yeah, oh, totally. Especially if it's someone that's very close to you in your life. And, you know, another reason that someone could possibly bring some negativity to your situation is because they are genuinely concerned about you. And most of the time that comes from a place of misunderstanding or just not understanding where you're coming from. Yeah. Or not realizing that you've really put some, some time and effort and thought into this. Or maybe you haven't. And, and their, their concern is sort of like, oh, wow, I should think about that. Mm -hmm. But maybe you haven't. Like there's some people out there that just jump right into things without doing the research, without, you know, trying to figure out the best way. Like they just hear like, oh, my friend's doing this diet, so I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. Or, oh, my friend's training for a marathon. I think I'll do that even though I've never run a 5K before in my life. Like, and so they're, (laughs) you know, I mean, sometimes like when people bring – I mean, negativity or concerns, like it is coming from a genuine place. Like they could be very concerned about you, especially if you tend to have that kind of personality where you just like to jump into things without thinking twice. Yeah. Blindfolded jumping there, there may be some negativity because people are truly concerned about you. Mm. Those are usually people that are actually very close to you and they're really trying their best to look out for your best interest because you tend to leap before you look. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, that is a, it, it gives you an opportunity to pause. It doesn't mean that you should necessarily look at them as being just super critical or always trying to bring you down or whatever, but it, it's a chance for you to pause and be like, wait, is this something that I actually want to pursue? Right. So that could be one reason, genuine concern. Another reason could be that they compare themselves to you and they can't understand how it is that you're doing what you're doing or why you're doing what you're doing because they can't see themselves doing that same thing. So they might be bringing the negativity to try to pull you back down so that you don't get too far away. Or maybe they've tried to go down that path before Mm -hmm. and it didn't work for them. And now you seem to be successfully heading down that path and they're thinking, well, that's not okay. So I'm going to bring them back over here. Well, right. Because a lot of times people feel badly about themselves. And so they try to bring other people down in the process. And, And like I said before, this can be a conscious thing. Like some people are just vindictive. Like some people <laughs> some do. Some people are vindictive. You know, some people try to bring other people down to make themselves feel better. And sometimes people do this unconsciously. You know, they don't realize that they're doing it, but just by the little comments that they make or just by their tone of voice when they talk to you about things or just the way that they convey you know, their, their emotions towards you while, when you talk about whatever it is, you know, we'll just, we'll say running, you know, if you've, if you've recently gotten into running, um, the, just the way that they talk about it with you, you can tell if they are supportive of you or if they're not so supportive. I mean, it, it depends so much, even one person from day to day, if they're in a bad mood Mm. from something else and you come in celebrating your win, they're going to blow it off and throw negativity all over it because they're coming at it from, and it had nothing to do with 
with you, yeah. it had to do with the last several hours of their day that they were in a bad place yeah. and you just happened to interact with them while they were already in a bad place. And so it didn't matter what you were bringing to the table. They were going to jump all over it with a whole lot of black paint. Yeah. I mean, we've done this with each other before. Oh yeah. I've definitely done this. Yeah. I mean, and you and I overall are very supportive of each other's running journeys, but there have been times where like, I'll come back after, you know, a run and I, like my run will have gone really, really well. Like after the one race where I PR'd, like I was so excited, but you were not in a good place with your running at right. the time. And so I felt like you were not happy for me. And, and, you know, admittedly, after you thought about it, like you did kind of apologize for being a jerk rain on my parade <laughs> a little bit, you know, because, but it was a, it wasn't because of anything I did. It wasn't because you weren't happy for me. It was because you were unhappy with yourself and with your, you know, how your running had been going for the last couple of weeks. Right. And I did not have the emotional wherewithal to be unhappy with myself and happy for you in the same world of running. I just couldn't pull that off. Well, I think that you weren't really aware of it at that, the beginning. That was the, I mean, that's the bigger issue is that I didn't realize how sort of down on myself I was yeah. and so then I was just raining around on on everybody well and that's why I say you know this can be a very unconscious process for a lot of people very like, much so you know like you in general are my biggest cheerleader you know you are always super supportive but there have been a couple of times where I have felt that like negativity towards you and I haven't understood why and it all kind of comes back around to the way that you're feeling about how you're doing with your running. Right. You know? So, I mean, just because you're hearing negative comments from somebody does not even mean it's even at all related to you. It could simply have be entirely on them. Yeah. It might be out of concern it, for most you. Most of the time. A is, lot of the times say. it's coming from where they are and yeah. you don't know their full perspective unless, you know, if it's a person close to you, then you can have a conversation and be like, hey, are you doing okay? Yeah. And and see if they're, you know, jumping all over you because of something going on in their own personal life. Mm -hmm. But you can't just look at a negative comment and be like, oh man, that horrible negative comment and just get derailed by it because there's a lot of reasons it could be showing up. Yeah. So let's talk about those now. And well, I think, I think we were, we did talk about like some of the reasons why people might bring this negativity to you. And so now let's flip over and let's talk about how to deal with some of this negativity. Right, one more before we flip. Okay. Um, and there were a lot of, of, you know, reasons for it, but regardless of what the reason is, I think that all of them, you can kind of flip around and make them look like a positive mm -hmm. because if someone is going out of their way to comment towards you about what you're doing, that means that you're making an impact on them. Yeah, that's true. And if you're making an impact, that is likely to lead to action on their part. Right. So whatever it is, it, you just keep doing your thing. Bring as much positive as you can. Mm -hmm. And even if they're throwing some hate, that's because it's it's churning up something in them yeah. that maybe eventually it's going to stir up actual action. And maybe it's going to turn something around in them. Like maybe their initial reaction is negativity, but the more they think about it, the more they stew on it, maybe they will flip around and it will create more positive action in yeah. their life. I mean, that quick reaction could very easily be negative, but yeah. if you keep coming, what it really is, is it's impact. You hit yeah. them on an emotional level and they had to respond. It just happened to not come out great. Yeah. I mean, I think that's so true because a lot of the 
people out on social media, a lot of the people that I follow and the influencers and all these things, like they say that, you know, there's always going to be the haters. There's always going to be the, the trolls and the negativity. Even if you tell people, you know, have the, the best message of all, like, go out and be kind to people. Like, there's always somebody that's going to find something <laughs> wrong sounds, with well, You can't message. be kind to everybody. What about this guy? Yeah. Okay. Like, so there's <laughs> always going to be someone that can flip whatever your message is and go the other way that or that's going to disagree with you. And so if you're actually putting yourself out there enough, whether it's on, you know, it doesn't have to be on social media. It could just be in your life, in the people that, surround you right so if you're putting yourself out there enough and making a statement that's bold enough to have people agree or disagree like you said that's making an impact and that is winning you're not playing it safe anymore like you're getting out there and you are putting yourself out there and so just being able to stir up any sort of emotion in people is usually a good thing yes yes stirring up emotions that's a that's usually a sign that things are going well for you. Yeah. All right. So how do we deal with these, with this negativity coming towards us? Right. So I think the first thing, number one is to realize that your words and your actions are not the determining factor in other people's reaction to you. Like most of the time, the determining factor is their own perception. So whatever it is you say, it doesn't always matter. Like, because that person is coming to it through their own lens, through their own perspective. So even if you have a great message, if they're not hearing that message, if they're not perceiving that, then they can come at you with negativity. So you need to understand that their perspective is different than yours. And that's a very good reason why they could be coming with a negative. You see this in dealing with small kids, actually. Mm -hmm. Like if your kid is in the middle of like throwing a full blown on the floor, bang their feet tantrum and you try and come up and and do nothing but, but throw love upon them and give them a hug. They're not receiving that correctly. Right. Like they're just going to continue the tantrum because even though you're trying to do absolutely nothing but pour love and happiness onto them, they're not ready to receive it. Right, because you were the one that took the toy away or said no to dessert or whatever it is, and that's what they're still holding on to. They're still holding on to that. They haven't gotten past that yet. Exactly. Yeah, so... Uh, I I know, it kind of took it to an extreme example there, but they're still holding on to whatever was making them upset. Yeah. So whatever's coming at them now, however good and happy it is, they're still ticked off about something else. Right. So part of the reason we decided to do this episode in the first place was that we got our first piece of hate mail from a listener who did not appreciate one of the messages that we sent in our one of our recent podcasts. And which you you let me know, hey, wait, we got our first uh, our first negative email, and my immediate response was, woohoo, we did it. <laughs> we actually stirred something up. Right, like we, yeah. we conveyed enough emotion that someone went out of their way to respond to us in a positive or negative. This was the first time someone came at us negatively, right. and, and it bothered, but it kind of also spurred the, what do you do when people are coming at you with negative energy? Yeah, because I don't like that at all. No. You... I, I'm, get, I'm getting better. I'm trying trying to grow a thicker skin because it has happened several times like in the last like year or two of my life that people will come at me with negativity and 
I'm getting better at realizing that it's usually not me. It's usually because their their perspective is conti- is very different than mine. Like it's not something necessarily specific that I've done. It's just a difference in perspective over the same action, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been teaching high school for over a decade, so I get a lot of negativity thrown at me from the <laughs> students or their so parents. So you're used to it. And I just like, oh, it look, it's a anymore. parent that doesn't like me very much. Hold on. Let me check their kid's grade. Oh, it's a 35. I bet they don't like their kid and they're taking it out on me. Ooh. So I'm fine on this. It just I just roll with it because yeah. it's just how it is. Yeah. So when I first got that email, I was very upset by it. And then... The more I thought about it, I was like, well, clearly she didn't receive the message that we were sending by that episode. Like her email was completely off point, you know, from what we were trying to send out. And I asked a couple other people and no one else that I spoke to got that message that she had gotten. So I knew that it wasn't, you know, that was not what everybody was hearing. That was not certainly what everybody was hearing. Yeah. I mean, some people may have. And it was definitely not our intention. It's it is all about the perspective that people mm. are hearing it from. Mm. All right. So, point number two of how to deal with this negativity: realize that there is only one person in charge of your emotions, and that person would be you. You. So if you're in charge of your own happiness, that means that you should choose happiness throughout the day. Like choose that as your base state. When you wake up in the morning, choose happiness. So that means it's going to take your base state. I like that. So that means it's going to take something pretty significant to move you out of that like place of homeostasis where you want to live. Homeostasis again. Yes. It's my key term for the last, I don't know how long. You've like mentioned that in the last several episodes. Is it the like biology teacher I, that... I teach biology to freshmen. I have to repeat <laughs> myself a lot. Homeostasis. <laughs> it is the state of being. So anyway. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry. All right, so, so moving yourself out of homeostasis of happiness. So basically, the happiness homeostasis. Okay, doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> that sounds a whole lot nicer than living in a world that where everything around you sucks. Yeah. Because then it's hard to move out of that world. Yeah. So basically, all of your actions should be seen as furthering yourself on this path towards greater and greater happiness. Okay. So when things come in to try and push you off, it would have to be pretty significant to jar you off of your path towards more happiness. Okay. So when someone throws negativity at you. Excuse the interruption, but I just had to pop in and let you know about an upcoming workshop that we're hosting inside the Real Life Runners Academy. If you're someone that's ever struggled with thoughts or beliefs that are getting in your way, or you think you're self-sabotaging yourself and you can't understand why you're doing things that you don't want to do or not doing things that you know you should be doing or want to be doing, this message is for you. We're hosting a special academy workshop May 14th and we're bringing in an expert in neuro-linguistic programming, Ms. Megan Blacksmith. And she's going to be teaching us how the thoughts that we have can either be helping us in our life or holding us back. And we want to invite you, our amazing podcast listeners, to join us. So you don't have to be a member of the Academy to join us this month. You can join for a small one-time fee by going over to realliferunners.com forward slash workshop. If you are a current Academy member, this and all of our monthly workshops and all experts, that's all already included in your current membership. So if you are a current member, do not go to the website and repurchase because it's already included with your membership. But if you want to join just for the workshop, check it out over at realliferunners.com slash workshop today.
Now, back to the show. They're, they're going to try and push you off this path. So okay. you're trying to continue going and trying making yourself as happy as possible. One of the ways that, that negativity gets thrown is, well, you can't just look out for yourself. That's selfish. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not selfish to make yourself happy right. because increasing your own happiness spreads it to the people around you. That sounds familiar. I think I might have said that to you recently. Yeah, possibly for like the last, mm. I don't know, however long we've been married. 15 years <laughs> or more. <laughs> So, I mean, it's true, though. It's not selfish to want to take care of yourself or to want to grow as a person or to improve yourself through your health or through running or through healthier eating or any of that stuff. Like, that is not a selfish thing. And it. some people will definitely tell you that it is. Oh, especially, especially if it starts to take time away from your family or your friends, like because you start training or you start doing things or maybe you start to decline social invitations as often as you normally would because you don't want to be going out drinking every night. Yeah, if you can't regularly be going out on Saturday night and you used to be out like every Saturday night, but now you've got a Sunday morning long run or mm-hmm. flip it to Friday and Saturday morning long run, whatever your schedule is. Um, <laughs> but if suddenly you're losing those those weekend nights out, or you're just not doing them as frequently, people are going to be like, what the heck? Especially because I assume all of our listeners are just awesome people when they go out with their friends. They are. Our so listeners are totally awesome people. Everybody wants them to be the person who comes <laughs> out. And so when suddenly you're missing from the going out events, the world is starting to crumble. So people are going to try and crush down on your fitness routine and make sure that you're still rolling out with them on Friday night. Yeah. And one of the things you need to understand is that your happiness and your path to happiness is not the same as someone else's. And that's totally cool. And I think that sometimes I um, have been guilty of trying to spread my ideas of happiness a little too much, like on to other people, like because I usually jump into something and when I get excited about something, I like to talk about it a lot. This is true. And I do tend to do a lot of research about it. Like I don't usually just go in blindfolded. So I know a lot about the topics. And when I find a topic that I really am excited about, then I just read about it constantly. And so I end up with a lot of knowledge about it. And I want to talk to everybody about it because I'm so excited about it. Yeah, so not only are you excited, <laughs> but you're excited and well justified. <laughs> and so I think that that, I, I mean, I don't think I know that that has pushed other people away in the past. <laughs> like sometimes your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I could say, I would say hi to her, but she's probably not listening to the episode. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes we can get a little overzealous, so we do have to watch, you know, a little bit about what we say. Yes and no, though, right? I mean, like, I like to spread this stuff that I'm excited about because it has help to inspire other people and that's really what I'm going for too which is no problem just spread your happiness just don't be upset and don't don't lose your ride on the happy train if you start sending the message to somebody that's just like um choo choo get out of my way I don't want to get on your path I'm fine over here because it's gonna happen 
Yeah. Like not everybody is going to want to leap onto your journey with you. Like my mom. And it and it's going to be fine. You yeah. can continue inviting, but you could also have to realize that some people are going to decline the invitation to happiness. And that has to be okay too because yes. you need to understand that your happiness journey is not the same as theirs and your perspective is not the same as theirs and as awesome as whatever it is you think, you know, like whatever you're doing now, how awesome it is, like other people aren't going to necessarily share in that. And your timeline is also not the same as theirs totally. either. Like, yeah, you could have reached that after a lot of other things. Yeah, it may and have. And they haven't gone through those yet. Exactly. Yeah. So they might not. It, again, it's a perspective thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, point number three, value your time. Okay. Time is so precious. Point number three on how to deal with negativity. How to deal with negativity. Value yeah. that time. When you are are spending so much time dwelling on somebody mm-hmm. who's just trying to throw negativity and hate towards you, you are just you're giving them control of your precious, precious time. You're right. They're winning. Yes. Like so Which is the entire goal of what they're yeah. trying to do. They're trying to take you away from your happiness and your path of, of joy and everything that you were doing mm-hmm. and instead drag you down to probably where they are, which is not quite as happy. Right. And then, so if you give them control over your thoughts and your emotions, like Kevin said, it, like, you know, in the last point, you are the one that's in control of your emotions. So people can throw negativity at you, but you can still decide how you react to it. You can still decide whether or not you are going to listen to it and let it affect you in a negative way, or if you are going to hear it and then understand that that person's coming from a different place and move on because the more time and energy that you waste on that negativity guess what you're letting that person bring you down yeah exactly and then you're no longer helping to bring other people up and you're no longer in control of your own emotions and your own happiness which is going to be a real tough place to come back from if you're not in control then how do you ever possibly get yourself back then you've got to get this whole mind flip and then get yourself back into happy homeostasis yes i went with it again (laughs) went back to it (laughs) but i mean i i know i've been guilty of this in the past i mean i can stew on things like you can definitely stew on when things. people throw negativity at me like it is hard for me to deal with and like I said before I am getting better at it but because I, I'm understanding more about myself and I always then question my intention so if someone throws a negative thing at me I'm like okay like I'm going to question my intention first. Is this coming from a good place? You know, where, what is my thought process going into this? And if I know it's coming from a good place, then I need to just deal with it and move on. Yeah, we should uh, we should expand on that one a little bit. Yeah, I know. I, I jumped ahead a little bit. No, 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 sorry. you're fine because it's, it's on point to here. But, like, let's really expand on that point of, yeah. like, where are you coming from uh, and, and just a little bit as we, as we keep moving All forward right, here. Point number four on how to deal with negativity. Uh, be careful not to judge other people. Yeah. Okay? If you really go out of your way to make sure that you're not, like, judging other people, then you're going to be less prone to accepting judgment from other people. Right, because if you come at other people or go at other people with judgment, then you're going to just assume that they're coming at you with judgment, like, because it's how you're acting towards them. Yes, it's if that's how you interact with the world, you assume that that's how the world interacts with you. Yeah. And it's not judge necessarily... Judge lest not you be judged? Yes. Is that, is, that the t- is that the sentence? That's a pretty good one. Judge not lest you be judged? Yep. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're looking at me with a very weird face. <laughs> lest. That's lest, a very, isn't that it? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's judge not, lest ye be judged. I believe that's from the King James Bible. Yes, King James Bible. We're going way back okay, on we, translations here. We totally had to just pause the recording and look it up. We had to Google it, just so you guys know. <laughs> okay, well, I had to stop laughing because I'm like, there's too many lests and yees inside of that thing. Kevin was staring at me with this face like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, like I don't think you quite have the phrasing correct on that. Gotta and, know. And that's not how it currently <laughs> translates in the Bible. Anyway, so don't judge others unless you want them to judge you. Well, right? Even, that's what it's saying. That's what it's saying, but it's even more than that. It is what what I think we've got what we're saying here is stop judging others because you are immediately going to feel like you're being judged by others. Right, because then you put your mind in the judgment zone. Yeah, so It's almost as bad as the friend zone. <laughs> Not for high school boys. The friend zone is way worse. Way worse. Worst zone you could ever be in. Right. So instead of judging other people, spend time building other people up and trying to understand their perspective, trying to understand where they're coming from and find ways that you can help to spread the happiness and the positivity in their lives. Well, yeah, this is part of surround yourself with good quality people. Surround yourself with people that make you want to be a better person. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with people where you're like, ooh, I really got to step up my game if these are the people that I'm going to be around. And support those people in everything you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And this is something that I just talked about this week as well, like the whole concept of scarcity, right? The scarcity mindset and saying that like there's not enough positivity to go around, there's not enough happiness to go around or like, you know, just because someone else succeeds in something, that doesn't mean that you can't succeed also. Like that means that you can succeed right right with them, you know? Like someone else's success or happiness doesn't mean that you can't have that too. Yeah, success isn't isn't one or the other. If one person is successful, look at them and be like, hey, how did you do that? Because that is fantastic. And I would like to continue doing things like that, but in my own way. Right, and most people that have gotten to that place will happily help you. And if they won't, don't keep them close to you. Right. Go go find somebody else because <laughs> find somebody going... that will help you on the journey. Because somebody else will help you on the journey. Like in general, I believe people are good and people do want to help other people along the way. So find other people that will help you. Yeah, like find people that will support you, support them as much as you possibly can, Mm -hmm. and they will support you as much as they can support you. Everybody wins that way. Right, because when when you judge other people, then you're basically asking other people to judge you in return. And, And judgment just has this very negative tone, it has this very negative connotation because you know what do you when you judge like you're judging them against something else or someone else yeah you, or, when you judge you're putting them into a category of, right. of usually a pretty black or white this is good this is bad mm-hmm. you know uh, you like to say this you you can have opinions on people but don't cast judgments on them mm-hmm. like it's hard to to see a person in whatever situation and not, and not have a thought towards them right. that doesn't mean you need to go spread that thought mm-hmm. and you should probably think about where that even came from yeah you know did did you look at somebody and be like, oh man, they shouldn't be doing that. That's not good. Like, did right. you judge somebody's parenting? 
you know, right. like you're at the movies and yeah, when you judge, it's it's good or bad. It's it's good right? or bad. It That's makes a judgment. It, like it's you're an absolute. Them, yeah, you're putting them in the category. Like you can have an opinion and be like, okay, that's not what I would do. Yes, that's know? not not how I would do it. But that's, that's not how, how they're doing handle, it. And right. I don't know all the details here. You don't know all the details, and I think, oh my gosh, that sentence is so critical because you don't know where they're coming from in their parenting. You don't know if they are constantly getting better and they just slipped into something that they didn't want to do either you know like we all make mistakes like you know sometimes we don't react well to our children sometimes I have to go back and I have to apologize to my children because I don't handle situations perfectly every single time and if someone else saw me when I was not handling the situation perfectly they could very easily judge me and like off of a maybe three minute five minute interaction that they see where I know, especially afterwards, that I didn't handle that correctly. Yes. That might not have been my most ideal moment. But yeah. throughout the course of a day, you've got so many interactions with others. Mm-hmm. If someone videotaped your entire day yeah. and then edited it down so that you know, you've know you got these 15 seconds here and these two minutes here all taken completely out of context, you can make somebody look angelic or you can make somebody look like one of the worst humans on the planet. Totally. Because you just keep taking things out of context. Context. Right. And it, it, I mean, that's what our media, it. isn't that what the media does nowadays? Yeah, take everything out of context. Right, that's all the fake news that people talk about. Like, it, it, it's stuff that's taken out of context, you know, and, and people can spin it whatever way they want to spin it and judge you or judge it however they want to. And I think that the media and social media, like, this, it subjects people, it, like, it sets people up for this, like, these judgments, that these snap judgments, that we make on other people and other people's lives. I mean, that's how that's how apps work. Yeah. You put up a picture, you can either like it or you can continue swipe scrolling left or past swipe it. Right, oh right. yeah, swipe left, swipe right. right. That was going to be my next one. Yeah. A person's face pops up and you get to decide. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yes or no, and and it's it's always these absolute judgments. That's yeah. the thing is there's no gray area even allowed. Mm. Whereas if instead of judging, you actually are trying to lend a supportive hand mm-hmm. to somebody. Yeah, observations. Observations and kind, supportive, non-judgmental statements, which still might be taken as a judgment from Mm -hmm. the other person. Because like we said before, they're coming at it from their perspective. And especially if they're used to other people judging them, like what you might say to that person, you might not have any judgment. Like in your mind, in your heart, but it could still be perceived that way. Especially if everybody else in their life is Mm. constantly throwing judgment on them. So they're just thinking, okay, this one more person judging me. And you're like, no, I'm really, I'm trying to help you out here. Yeah. I'm just trying to help. Right. So try to come from a place of non, non judgment. Perfect. All All right. right. Next. Number five. Once you have moved past judgment, you can be totally objective about things, Mm -hmm. okay? Then you don't have this immediate gut reaction of, oh, that person thinks I'm bad. That Mm -hmm. person thinks I'm good. You can say, oh, that person made this observation. And then you can actually look at the observation without bringing all of this emotion into into the idea here. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And I think that's that's huge. And that's kind of what I started to say before. Exactly. Is, yeah, trying to understand someone else's perspective and trying to understand that it might not have anything to do with me. Like I might have just struck a chord in them with something that I said, something that I did. I, I could have drummed up some sort of past experience that they had and 
it might not have anything to do with me or maybe like 10% of what I actually did. Yes. You know, and, and then 90% of their past experiences that they're bringing to the situation. And then the other way of looking at this is if if someone makes a negative comment towards you and you have this strong emotional reaction to it, it might not be the words they're saying. It's that it hit a weak spot to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you know, you've been really trying to, I don't know, change the way that you're eating and and people are coming at you negatively over that. Like changing the way that you're eating, maybe you've got a, a, a poor body image or maybe you've, you're really trying to move away from one particular style of eating and flip it. Or if, maybe you've been on diets your whole life and uh, have had, yeah. you know, have that diet mentality of one of restriction. And here you are actually trying to get away from that and just eat healthy without being on a diet and people come at you with negativity. It can bring up those old emotions of what, how you felt on a diet because diets always fail at some point in time diets will fail so if you are constantly dieting you are constantly used to failing yes you know and and so when you adopt a healthier eating and a healthier lifestyle the goal is not to be on a diet not to be you know restrictive like that with yourself so if if you know people come at you with negative you're like oh this is just one more thing i'm gonna fail at or like someone might even bring up your old diet history oh that's so mean yeah because it's really but, just but like people do that i know but it's trying to expose like your biggest insecurities right. which if if you're still looking at everybody everything is coming at you as judgments instead of this is simply an observation that somebody else is making mm-hmm. if you just look at it as that's the observation they're making now what do i want to do with that observation yeah. don't look at it as someone is casting judgment upon you because judgment is they're saying i'm good or they're saying i'm bad and it's so black and white look at it as that's what they're seeing is that something that i actually want to work on Okay. Even if you take their observation, you take it and say, all right, they've got their own clouded perspective on it, but that's what they're seeing. Somehow I'm putting that image out there. Mm -hmm. Is this something that I want to work on? And that's why you have to go back to the priorities in your life. You know, if that's something that is a high priority to you and you're sending the wrong message out to the world, then yes, that's something you should continue to work on. Right. But you have to also understand that it might not be the message you're sending, but somehow other people can still receive that message. I think that's huge too, because that was one of the things that I really was worried about with certain things. Like if if someone comes at me with a, with a negative thing and I'll say, well, is that how I'm coming off? Like, do I, do I seem that way? And you know, you or like other people around me are like, no, not at all. Like, what are you talking about? Then I'm like, okay. Like if that person perceived me that way, then it is something that I do have to evaluate in myself and say, like, is this coming from a good place? Right? Like, so that's one of the things I started to say before as well is like, if I do try to offer a supportive observation or do something to help someone like, People might not want your help. Like there are plenty of people out there that you try to help them and they don't want your help. That's perfect. And then the negative response to that is, uh, you just sound so preachy. Mm -hmm. And they're they're throwing that at you as a negative thing. And you're like, I'm not trying to be preachy. I'm I Or a know it all. Yeah, or a know it all. That's a good one Mm -hmm. too. And that's one of my personal weaknesses as well, because I I was that way as a child. Like I was very precocious and people that word did get thrown at me a lot. And I think that part of it was the way that I was 
um, presenting information at the time because I did have this need to make sure that people knew that I knew a lot of stuff. <laughs> like it was like it was a, a way that I gained um, validation. Validation, right? So so there there was part part of that, and then um, I think the other part of it was that I, I was you know always very intelligent, and by touting you know by um, preaching that it did probably make other people feel poorly towards themselves. And so that is definitely one of my weak spots, like being called that, you know, being called a know-it-all or being um, referred to negatively for the amount of information that I know, but, you know, being, being smart. But like you said, when you get on a new, on a kick onto something, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you go through and try and learn as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And you're very excited and very gung ho about this. Mm-hmm. And with your excitement and joy, and like, I feel amazing. I want everybody else around me to feel this. And yeah. I've done this research. I have all of this knowledge that I would like to share with people mm-hmm. so they can feel the same way that I'm feeling. Yeah. It, if you're coming, like you said, if you're coming from a good place where you yeah. are genuinely trying to help people, right. not just trying to show, look at what I've accomplished, I'm better than you. No, not yeah. look what I've accomplished, I'm better, but look what I've accomplished, join me. Yeah, you can do this too. Like that's yeah. that's the end. And some right. people don't hear join me. They simply say here, look what I've accomplished. Yeah, and that's they miss that back it. part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so like if I do have people throwing negative at me, then that's where I like I second guess myself and I have to do like a little conscious scan, like, you know, conscience scan. Like Jiminy Cricket needs to come in, you know, and, and say, like, Angie, are you are you, why are you doing this? Why are you spreading this information? Why are you offering these observations or this advice or whatnot? Like, are you, is it coming from a good place? Are you trying to help other people or are you just trying to show off? Yes, you know? that's, that's a huge one. Are you trying to show off yeah. or are you actually trying to help? Right, and, and if, if the answer is, this is coming from a totally good place, which it, it is, like most of the time, I would say almost all of the time, it, it's coming from that place where I just want to, help others and and teach them what I know because I have already taken the time to learn all of this information so I want to make it easier yes it wasn't a smooth path no I want to make it easier for other people to do this too you know to to make it easier for you to learn the same things that it took me a longer time to learn. Yeah, I know. So all of this like nutrition stuff, you're like, no, don't, don't go down that road. And it's not, don't go down that road because you're dumb. It's don't go down that road because I did it. And it takes too long to go that road. Try this path. It's shorter and faster. Yeah. I've got a shortcut. So, you know, the same thing happens when I'm talking to people about running and they're like, oh, well, shouldn't I do this first? And it's just like, well, no. And they're like, well, why? Because you're going to get hurt. I'm like, well, would you, would you like the full-blown answer of that it took me three years and multiple injury cycles to go through? Or can, like, the answer is don't go down that path. Trust right. me. Just trust me. <laughs> right. Like I can go through, I'll explain it. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that I've got more knowledge, but I do have at this point probably more experience than a lot of people are at, who are asking the questions. Well, and, and, I want and more the... knowledge because you've been reading the books on it and you've coached athletes and you know you do have more knowledge than a lot of people. And I want to help. Right. I really want to help, but I, I want to help people that want to be helped. Right. And it's tough to help people if they don't want to be helped. Oh, my God. And that's where hate and negativity starts coming out. Yeah. People that are like, I'd like to hear the advice. So that I can rain on your parade and tell you that you're a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, just don't or, listen to my advice. Or ask for your advice and then not take it. Oh, uh, well, that happens too. But I mean, like, I mean, and, and that's legit. I mean, you don't have to take advice when people offer it, but... 
it, it can be frustrating and that's another time that I have to put my ego in check that's that's one of the roughest parts of being a teacher also yeah. is because it's you don't have to listen to my advice but you do have to listen to when I'm telling you how to write a chemical equation because <laughs> I'm going to test you on it at the end of the week and the kids are like actually what I'm going to do is this over here I'm like okay cool because you're you can do what you want but there's still a test coming at the end of the week yeah so I think that that self-examination is definitely important, you know, like make sure that you are coming from a good place whenever you are doing, you know, making a change. If you're starting running, if you're starting a new health journey, if you're continuing along that health journey and trying to bring other people along with you, just make sure you're coming from a good place. And if you are, then continue with what you're doing, regardless of what the haters or the negativity is is saying. Yeah. If you're trying to make other people feel as good as you are, it's not bragging. Yeah. It's not bragging to say, man, I crushed a 10 miler this morning. It's it's not if you're trying to inspire the people around you to do similar things. If you've got a group of people that are like, oh, I kind of ran a couple 5Ks, I'd like to do a half, and they've been saying that for the last five years, yeah. bring your excitement and energy into this. you got a, a group of people that are like, oh, maybe I should start exercising again. I'll wait till January and hit New Year's resolutions. Like, if you're out there and you're like, oh, I just had a 5K this weekend. This is how, how fast I went on this. That's not bragging. That's trying to bring your enthusiasm and carry other people with you yeah and understand helping them understand that it is possible as well like because I used to be where you are today so this is what I did these are the steps that I took and if you take them too then you can get to a place similar to where I am yes you know and that's ultimately what they want because when people make those kinds of comments like oh I could never do what you do like yes you can no it's got the never that's an absolute and that's always a wrong thing right all right, so let's wrap this up. All right, so uh, the idea is why is someone being negative? Well, there's a lot of perspective that comes into this, okay? Whether they're trying to help you or it's just bringing their own emotions into it, that they're not even hearing your message. They're just bringing their own negative point of view towards whatever it is that you're preaching. Yeah, and you need to understand that you cannot control their perception. Like, you can control what you say. You can control the positivity and the happiness and all of the good things around it. But ultimately you can't control the way that they hear your message. And sometimes people are going to hear exactly what you want them to hear. And sometimes people are not going to hear that message. They're going to hear something totally different and you don't have control over that. So as long as you are coming from a good place, then you just need to take a breath and move along and not let that person suck out any of your time, your energy, your positivity. Like, Don't let them bring you down because it's not worth it. There are too many people in this world that can benefit from your message and your life. And if you let one person or a couple people bring you down, then you are not fulfilling the purpose and the the good stuff that you can do for so many other people in your life. Right. Use your life to inspire others. Yeah. All right. So I think that's a perfect way for us to wrap up here. So as always, thank you guys so much for joining us today and for spending this time with us. 
So for all of our show notes and resources, please check out our website at realliferunners.com. We have coaching programs available. We have some free downloads for you guys, including some speed work. If you want to start off doing some speed work, if you want to start off with some strength training, we have some great free downloads for you to um, start integrating those things into your life, as well as some other things that we recommend. And uh, you can find all of that on the website at realliferunners.com. Thank you guys for spending this time with us and we will talk to you next week. If you're ready to have more fun and achieve the goals that matter to you without sacrificing the rest of your life in the process, this message is for you. Maybe you're feeling confused or frustrated because you're not making the progress you want, even though you're running three times per week or more. Maybe you're feeling tired or sore all the time because you're pushing harder every day trying to get better. Maybe you want to run longer, but every time you run a couple of miles, that nagging knee pain starts to act up again. Maybe you've been told that you should probably stop running so much because you're getting older, but you refuse to accept that and want to find a way to continue to improve in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Maybe you just feel like you're winging it every day and want to start working towards a goal. You want to feel better and be able to make progress in your running as you get older. And if you're like us and the other runners we work with, you want your running to help you become stronger and more resilient in all other areas of your life too. Plus, you need something that fits in your real life that is simple, easy to understand, and effective. Don't worry, we've got you. If you're ready to transform into a strong, confident, and successful real-life runner, the Real Life Runners Academy has everything you need. It includes training plans, coaching, and programs that will teach you how to run faster, run longer, feel better, and accomplish your goals. Check it out today over at realliferunners.com forward slash academy. Enrollment will be opening soon, so be sure to join the wait list so that you can be notified when doors are open. It's time to run your life.